You're tuned in to Let's Talk Good Business, the show that's designed to feature the emerging identity of social entrepreneurs, activists, philanthropists, and other creative change makers. Join our host, Dr. Dion Mahaffey, as she explores the strategies, leaders, and new markets that are driving the evolution of conscious good business. Hi, this is Dr. Dion Mahaffey, and thanks for tuning in to Let's Talk Good Business. Today's guest is Nicholas Bedford. He's the Executive Director of Artists Making a Difference. It's an initiative that he's doing in conjunction with Georgia Lawyers for the Arts, and they're organizing and providing resources for the creation of murals at schools, community centers, and shelters around the city of Atlanta. The murals are created by select artists who want to give back to their community, and the goal of the initiative is to inspire students at the participating schools to just be better and do better. And accordingly, the artists also engage with and solicit ideas from the students during each project. So let's welcome Nicholas to the show. Hey, Nicholas, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me, Dr. Dion. I mean, it's it's amazing what you're doing. I'm looking at the work, you know, that you're doing, and I I love it. I want you to come paint one at my house. Before we jump (laughs) into the discussion about these wonderful works of art, tell our listeners about your background. I know you're a practicing attorney, right? I am. I am. So um, I graduated from Emory Law School in 2009, and when I graduated, I went went to work at a boutique law firm called Molden Holly doing mainly employment litigation and general commercial litigation. So I represented businesses who are being sued for money and didn't want to pay those um, didn't want to pay money. And I was representing also plaintiffs who wanted to bring lawsuits who were being discriminated against under Title VII. And when I left Molden Holly, I then went to work with, for a federal judge named Judge William Duffy in the Northern District of Georgia. And now that my time has finished up there, I'm going back to work with Molden Holly and doing, again, um, appointment litigation and general commercial litigation. So with all of that that you're doing, which is very, you know, um, intense, how do you have time to do something as phenomenal as this project? I mean, you're doing this with in conjunction with other lawyers, though, Georgia Lawyers yeah. for the Arts. And, I mean, tell me about that that partnership and, and how you sure. also found time to do this. Sure. So, one, well, I went to, uh, I guess it, it goes back to some of my general passion. Um, when I was in undergrad, um, I majored in political science, so I was a fine art minor. So I always loved painting and had a deep appreciation for the arts. And during my time working with Judge William Duffy, me and him bonding over, we both had a strong um, creative background. And, and one of our things that we also bonded in was giving back to the Atlanta community. So he suggested that, you know, so I was looking for avenues that I can, you know, uh, use some of my talents, and he put me in contact with Georgia Lawyers for Arts. And so I reached out to the executive director there, um, Ms. Meredith Reagan, and I and talked about, you know, there's different ways that I can be involved, in, in addition to being, you know, um, a, a practicing attorney who represents um, artists, musicians, and stuff on a pro bono basis who have small legal matters. And I, and I, and I noticed that um, I have a lot of artist friends who do murals and paint around Atlanta. And I also, you know, do public art around Atlanta during my free time. And so what I thought about was what if we took some, what if I brought, used their um, their skills and, and Georgia lawyers' um, ties with certain not pro, uh, certain areas like the Atlanta Mission, Boys and Girls Centers, um, various schools, and bring these artists into the Georgia lawyers' fold and 
paint public art for the kids at these centers. So the answer, that's kind of how the, the general idea came from. And how do I find time for it? I just make time. <laughs> so, so, and so what that means is that, um, you know, my job, being a lawyer is a 24-7 job. You know, whenever a client deadline is, is uh, in play, that's, you know, you have to work to meet that deadline. But it also means that when I, want, when I have these projects, I have to plan them very far out in advance so that I, I can make sure that I budget the appropriate time leading up to, you know, I know I've got to get, you know, this amount of um, grant funding at play by this deadline. I know that I have to get these artists in play by this deadline. I know that I have, I'm going to be painting during these weeks, so I have to make sure that my caseload is, you know, not very high during these weeks. I know that I might not um, have weekends off. For the next for the next month, um, this past this past project that we're doing right now, actually at the Atlanta Mission, I purposely scheduled it to start during the Martin Luther King holiday, so that would give me an extra Monday. So that's kind of this this you know yeah. to answer your question is this planning and Great sacrificing planning. the free time. Yeah, that's awesome. Now, how did you come up with artists making a difference initiative? Sure. So the so um, like I was saying, the initiative, the kernel of the idea came from just trying to find a way to impact um, the Atlanta community and in particular youth. And the, the first project was inspired by a similar project done in Asheville, North Carolina at a Boys and Girls Center. And what I liked about that was that a lot of local artists came together and they took over the Boys and Girls Center and just painted a bunch of murals inside of it. And so when I saw that, I went to my executive director, Meredith Reagan, at Georgia Lawyers for the Arts, and I, and I noticed that they had a new partnership with the Boys and Girls Centers. And I said, can we use some of that grant funding so I can replicate that project with the local Boys and Girls Centers here? And so the first center that we did was the Jesse Draper Club in College Park, Georgia. And during, at, the Jesse Draper, um, co- at the Jesse Draper Center in College Park, Georgia, there's three of us, me, an artist named Maya Bailey, and an artist named Paper Frank Dunstan. And we painted three murals inside of there. And because that um, project was such a success that I was able to reapproach Georgia Lawyers for Arts and kind of expand upon it and, and, and bring it to other areas, such as the current project, the Atlanta Mission. Awesome. Now, I mean, so I know that you're, you're painting public murals inside of these centers and schools. And is that your primary goal? What are your, what are your goals for the initiative? Sure. So the primary goal is generally is to inspire the kids. Like the one thing that I, I purposely look for when I think of a center or a shelter or a school to bring the art to is I look for kids that may be overlooked in some capacity and that can use positivity and uplifting. So with Jesse, Jesse Draper, I love the College Park area. Um, a lot of friends grew up there, grew up, um, spent a lot of time in my youth there, so it was a natural time. With the Atlanta Mission, um, uh, and particularly my sister's house of the Atlanta Mission, where we were painting the six murals, the inspiration there was that it houses homeless um, kids and their, and their mothers. So obviously kids that are in that kind of temporary situation, I wanted to bring positivity and just uplifting so they can kind of see beyond just whatever the unfortunate momentary circumstance they may be in at the moment. Awesome. Now, I mean, and we all know that public art, it does brighten drab and, you know, utilitarian spaces, and you're kindling, you know, um, 
learning as well in the students um, with what you're doing, not only in the schools but in the Atlanta Mission Project. Now, with the Atlanta Mission Project, because that's an amazing place, I mean, they're the city's largest and longest-running provider of services to the homeless, um, men, women, and children, and it was established in 1938. And, you know, the emergency shelter that they provide and the transitional housing is very impressive. You know, from my research, they serve 2,000 meals every day to over 1,000 people and Yep. You know, they also provide nightly shelter to individuals that are in transition or just simply don't have a place to live. Now, what made you decide, you know, to bring the initiative to that center? I know that the children was a part of the inspiration, but, you know, have you volunteered there in the past? Did you make that decision um, to do that because of that? Yes. So when I, um, I'm, as an attorney, I'm a member of the Georgia Bar, and last year, I, I organized a cell phone suit, dot, suit drive with the Georgia Bar, where we, I just generally solicited other, my fellow bar um, and members of the bar for suits, work clothes, and cell phones to donate to the Atlanta Mission. And so during that drive, I became familiar with the Atlanta Mission and the, um, the, the administration there and just how um, worthwhile of a cause and and, and just, you know, gain admiration for the facility. And so when, uh, after that cell phone drive, you know, I, I, the mission definitely stuck in my mind as, you know, I want to continue to be involved w with that place. So after I completed the Jesse Draper project, that was one of the first um, centers I reached out to and said, would they be interested in me bringing my initiative to them? And Don Wilkinson, who is the He's basically the facility manager at the my sister's house. Was very welcome to the idea. Uh, he's been very accommodating, and and from that, um, it was it's been a slow but very worthwhile process of making the current project come to life. Awesome. Now, before we go to break, I just want you to share with our listeners some of the artists that are involved with you on these projects that you're doing. Yeah. So we are currently so there's going to be six murals painted. Um, um, based off of the seven principles that the Atlanta Mission is based off of. And so one of the artists is going to be painting um, a mural based on two of the principles. So the, the, seven, so the, six, the six principles, the seven principles, excuse me, that the six artists are um, painting off of is growth that's going to be painted by a phenomenal artist named Sunitna. Uh, he did, uh, he's known in Atlanta for doing uh, this mural project called Ford Warrior. Um, the principle of pursue excellence is going to be painted by myself. Um, the principle of live with good character is going to be painted by an artist named Craig Flux Singleton. The principle of lead with humanity and courage is going to be painted by Charity Hemadula. Uh She is an artist also at Black Isles Tattoo Parlor. Uh, the principle of respect each individual and value your team is going to be painted by Dwayne W. Wright. Um, he is the curator of Arts, Beats, and Lyrics in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And the principal of Practice Grace is going to be painted by Maya Bailey, who is the founder and owner of City of Ink Tattoo Parlor in Atlanta. Awesome. I mean, this is great stuff. Now, we're going to go to break, but when we come back, I want you to continue sharing with our listeners all the wonderful things that you are doing with the Artists Making a Difference initiative in conjunction with the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts. And when we come back, we'll talk about some of your past projects in addition to the Draper Center and what you're currently doing with the Atlanta Mission Project. And you just share more, um, you know, with us about 
all the wonderful things that your organization is doing in the city and how our listeners can be involved. We're going to break and we'll be right back. At Boss Life Coaching, we partner with you to clarify, enhance, or reinvent your business strategy. Imagine your business with inspired leaders who foster teamwork, use of tools of innovation like social media and marketing automation. We offer executive coaching, tech startup consultation, small business coaching, and for larger organizations, we provide team building solutions, coaching, and soft skills training for you and your employees. Are you dreaming of a well-run business with consistent leads, sales, and profits? Well, let us help you make it a reality. Contact Boss Life Coaching, a program of the Life Purpose Coaching Institute. You can reach us online at bosslifecoaching.com or dial 877-427-2724, extension 801. That's bosslifecoaching.com. look at someone who is successful and they look at them and think that it was an instantaneous thing. Um, they don't know the passion that that person put in, the time, the, un the unlimited hours that they put into whatever it is that they are doing. The what is this, that is what we are doing here with Beautifully Driven. We are highlighting these stories, these obstacles, not to show you the negative, but to show you what it takes, the ins and the outs. Um, to become successful and then even define what is your level of success? What does that actually mean to you? We are here for that entrepreneur, that budding entrepreneur. We are here for that entrepreneur who has been in business for years and needs to just reshape uh, their whole theory or process of how they've been doing business. We're here for that person who just wants that fresh look on life whether it's going back to school, whether it is just being in a different relationship, we are here to just kind of show you the ins and outs and just the tips to just keep it beautifully driven. everybody. Welcome back. This is Dr. Dion with Let's Talk Good Business. And you know our mantra on this show is to do good and be good wherever you are. Today's guest, Nicholas Bedford, he's doing just that. And if you're just tuning in, I want you to meet Nicholas, and he'll tell you about his initiative, Artists Making a Difference, in conjunction with the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts. So, Nick, for those who may just be tuning in, sure. why don't you recap what we talked about just briefly in, in segment one for those who have no idea what, what you're about but may be interested in getting involved. Sure. So um, once we talked about segment one, I'm an attorney, but also in my free time, I like to call myself a, a wannabe artist. <laughs> and so I, I use my artistic talent to um, help, you know, the community the best I can. And so through that, I do my uh, connections with Georgia Warriors for the Arts, which I donate some of my free time to do pro bono work with. Um, I came up with the Artists Making a Difference and Mural Initiative. And what that is is that I, I use a lot of my I, I asked to listen to a lot of my artist friends and use my white collar ties to get 
um, in uh, in store donations and grant funding to have the, the to organize the creation of murals and for non for homeless shelters, schools, rec centers, um, boys and girls clubs, and it's all designed to just um, bring public art to uh, a place where it can uplift the youth of these facilities. And so the, the project initiative is designed to have to do about three to four projects a year, one per every quarter, but that may be a little too ambitious, but definitely around three projects a year. Well, awesome. I mean, and like we talked about, you're bringing this public art to these utilitarian spaces to inspire learning um, in children. And you mentioned the Draper Project and the Atlanta Mission Project, but what are some of the other projects that you've worked on under this initiative? Sure. So, so the main two projects that are the big ones would be the Jesse Draper Project and the current one we're doing right now, which is the Atlanta Mission Project. But I've also... Um, a smaller scope um, your projects would be. I, I wanted to bring it back to my um, my elementary school because I'm from Stone Mountain, and so we did. So a, a solo mural was painted there um, with the resources um, donated um, at All Good Elementary School in Stone Mountain, Georgia. And so I so what I also use the project too is, the, is that when I have a weekend or two uh, free time to use, I use some of the paint supplies and, and it will occasionally paint a solo mural at some spots that I feel, you know, I want to give it back to. And if it's my community or a center that I think can use it, I will try to give that time and, and paint there. Awesome. Now, so what's next for the initiative after sure. the Atlanta Mission Project concludes? So after the Atlanta Mission Project, well, I guess part of it is going to, what's next is going to be a continuation of it. So right now, um, a documentary is currently being filmed by uh, Kimberly Benz from Burnaway Magazine. And so after we complete the project, uh, there will be a screening of the documentary. And so we're talking to places like the Civil Rights Museum, and hopefully they will show a screen so they can see the work that was done under the initiative. Um, we have, I've also talked to a phenomenal artist named Sheila Prebright about doing a part two uh, for the Atlanta Mission Project, and that the Atlanta, that the six murals that are being painted are designed, painted inside the mission were designed to inspire the kids within to become better contributors in the community. And if she, what she would pre Bright's work will be do, will be a, a photographic mural that will be placed outside the mission, and it will be designed to inspire the community to engage the mission. So part one was designed to give the kids to engage the community. Part two would be designed to have the community reach out and contribute to the mission. So it will be like a photographic campaign of public murals of, of, of photographic collages of the kids' faces. Um, after the mission is done, uh, my ne the next project, and uh, the different project we are hoping to tackle is juvenile detention centers. So as I mentioned before, I worked for Judge William Duffy in the Northern District. And part of my work as a clerk was that I witnesses, witnessed the sentencing and, and of a lot of juveniles that were sentenced for a lot of crimes that weren't violent in nature. You know, a lot of it was um, minor drug trafficking, petty theft, um, you know, stuff that were involved, crossed interstate lines but wasn't uh, super they, – they weren't necessarily um, – like I said, like a violent offenders, and they were and they were small misdemeanor offenses where you know these kids are going to come back and, and, and be released into society 
um, at, you know, in, in a relatively short period of time. And so what I would like to do with these juvenile detention centers is that I would like to bring a roster of artists and we will actually we will do this. It will be similar to the mission in that we will paint inside of these um, centers. But I also hope to have one um, juvenile detainee um, uh, place with each artist to paint with the artist so hopefully uh, the, the, the youth can also uh, work off some of his time that he may have to serve if he has to do some sort of community service hours, but also you know have some sort of mentoring between the artist and the youth as we paint these murals inside of the center and kind of use their kind of energy and time there to a product have it be more of a productive outlet. I think that's very impressive, and I mean what you're doing is is great and much needed, especially in that sector that you just mentioned with juvenile nonviolent offenders. So I, back on the Atlanta Mission Project, because it's so huge and so vast, what's your overall goal? What do you hope to accomplish with that project? Yeah, so the overall goal, so the, the room that we are um, painting in is the preteen room. So these are those, you know, either 12 and 13-year-olds that are, getting ready to begin junior high and high school. So they're at their, their very, you know, a fragile p- point, in my opinion, where you start to begin to get your permanent record uh, as far as, you know, grades are concerned that can impact you going to college and then subsequently your job after college. So what I hope from these murals is that these kids, you know, get some sort of inspiration and positivity to, you know, just think, and, and be and excel. So, for instance, in my mural, uh, Pursue Excellence, I, I designed a boy standing on these stack of books, and then he's looking at another stack of books that form a fist um, reaching upwards. And what I hope that the kids see when they see this picture is that they think of, you know, the power that can come from education and learning and, and just wanting to be great and just, you know, looking beyond the momentary situation they may be in. And so what I, what I guess what I hope that comes from this project is that, you know, is that somebody or, or somebody's, you know, gain some strength that they may not have had by entering in that room um, to be a, a better version of themselves than they, may have, than they wouldn't have been had they not entered that room and saw this work. Awesome. Now, we know that this is in conjunction with the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts Initiative. And before we go to break and take another break, um, can you just tell our listeners more about the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts and some of the services that they provide? Because you mentioned that you want the kids to partner with you on some of these initiatives that you're doing, especially in the juvenile system. What if you happen upon a creative talent? You know, I know that there are things that you're doing with the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts that could potentially help them move their own initiatives and creative energy, creative ideas forward. Yeah, so Georgia Lawyers for the Arts is a, it's a completely, you know, 501c nonprofit, and it has a roster of over 600 volunteer attorneys who provides free legal services. Um, so the legal services are designed to help creatives. So whether you are a visual artist, um, a recording artist, um, an actor, a filmmaker, a, a dancer, a sculptor, a designer, um, whatever creative outlet you may have, um, there's a Georgia Lawyers is designed to give you uh, free legal advice of how to take your talent and 
form of the, the, the business aspects around it that, that require legal guidance. So, for instance, if you are a creative, um, a, a, do freelance illustration or do any kind of freelance, but you need to form an LLC or some sort of um, government entity so they help you with tax purposes and, uh, or whatever, it'll shield you from personal liability. But Georgia lawyers will have a roster of attorneys or seminars that, or you're choosing well, that, can, that you can sign up for, become a member artist, and get free legal advice on how to form your own um, gov- you know, LLC. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you have a contract issue, you need help drafting a contract with you know, a gallery. If you're an artist and need the help, if, you have a, if you're an artist about to enter a gallery contract or you need to answer it or you need help drafting a contract because you have to do some sort of freelance work for somebody, Georgia Lawyers so Arts can put you in touch with an attorney who can draft the contract for you or review the contract on your behalf. If you're a musician that's having songwriting um, and royalty type issues and you aren't receiving, you know, your, your fees, whether they be sync rights or, you know, performance royalties or whatever, um, Georgia Lawyers for Arts can help you, um, you know, uh, uh, issue a demand letter or litigation or however, you, however else you may need service. If you are um, a musician and you need help copywriting something, Georgia Lawyers for Arts can take care of that for you. Um, they, they, the organization also does weekly seminars. So if you don't need one-on-one advice, there's need general overview. They have a seminar on how to, you know, what's the basis of a contract how to form a 501c, uh, what, you know, music, musician, uh, music law, um, basic rights as far as uh, small employment matters. Um, and the new initiative that I really like that they're doing is that they're doing a panic program in that if you are a small, if you are an a, a, a innovator or an inventor and you have um, a small uh, idea that you want to um, <laughs> work into, um, a concept that you want to you know, monetize and you want to get patent protection. Um, Georgia Lawyers is now creating um, a program that they can do just that where they can give you the, um, the guidance to how to, form, to how to file that patent and how to get that trademark protection if you want to also get trademark and you, know, you get a name and logo and all that for your idea or company based on your, um, your invention. Awesome. Now, when we come right back, we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk more about the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts and all the volunteer services that the attorneys provide to the creative community here in Atlanta. We'll be right back, and we'll pick up where we left off. Don't touch that dial. At Boss Life Coaching, we partner with you to clarify, enhance, or reinvent your business strategy. Imagine your business with inspired leaders who foster teamwork, use of tools of innovation like social media and marketing automation. We offer executive coaching, tech startup consultation, small business coaching, and for larger organizations, we provide team building solutions, coaching, and soft skills training for you and your employees. Are you dreaming of a well-run business with consistent leads, sales, and profits? Well, let us help you make it a reality. Contact Boss Life Coaching, a program of the Life Purpose Coaching Institute. You can reach us online at bosslifecoaching.com or dial 877-427-2724, extension 801. That's bosslifecoaching.com.
people generally look at someone who is successful and they look at them and think that it was an instantaneous thing. Um, they don't know the passion that that person put in, the time, the, un the unlimited hours that they put into whatever it is that they are doing. The what is this, that is what we are doing here with Beautifully Driven. We are highlighting these stories, these obstacles, not to show you the negative, but to show you what it takes, the ins and the outs. Um, to become successful and then even define what is your level of success? What does that actually mean to you? We are here for that entrepreneur, that budding entrepreneur. We are here for that entrepreneur who has been in business for years and needs to just reshape uh, their whole theory or process of how they've been doing business. We're here for that person who just wants that fresh look on life whether it's going back to school, whether it is just being in a different relationship, we are here to just kind of show you the ins and outs and just the tips to just keep it beautifully driven. Hey Atlanta, our phone lines are open. Call us now at 404-850-8249. We're taking your questions about entrepreneurship, nonprofits, and social good. You'll receive a response on today's show or during a future broadcast. Dial 404-850-8249. That's 404-850-8biz.
Hey, welcome back. This is Dr. Dion, and it's Let's Talk Good Business. Now, you guys, we've had a great conversation with Nicholas Bedford, and he is the Executive Director of Artists Making a Difference, and we've discussed today his initiative with the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts, and Nick was sharing with our listeners, you know, the wonderful services provided by the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts, where over 500 volunteer and member attorneys provide legal assistance pro bono, which means for free, just in case you didn't know, to musicians, songwriters, photographers, filmmakers, painters, poets, graphic designers, actors, theater companies, dance troupe, museums, and artists from many other disciplines all over the state of Georgia. So, I mean, if you're a creative and you need legal assistance, this is an exceptional resource. And you were just sharing with us, Nick, so I want you to talk about that again, the new patent program that you guys are offering as well. Yes, I also want to quick, um, you know, just emphasize how, um, how how much I emphasize that artists take advantage of the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts. Um, attorneys, we bill by the hour. I don't even want to uh, state on this interview what my hourly rate is billed at at the firm, but it's but it's a great. It's, it's to me a significant amount of money. And, and Georgia Lawyers, they you know they provide nearly a billion dollars worth of free service a year. So I emphasize that if you're creative, listen to this. Please consider reaching out to the program. Now, as far as the patent program, what that is is it's one of the, Meredith Reagan's had an idea that there was, a, in addition to just general, um, you know, artists, you know, sculptors, painters, let me say musicians, dancers, et cetera, there's a lot of um, innovators, those type of tech creatives that are also in need of um, legal advice. And so uh, what the patent program is designed to, because patent is a very specific area of law, where a lot of people, where a lot of attorneys have a technical background from an undergrad, in addition to having um, a specialty in their legal practice, well, they also got to be, um, they got to, they got to take not only the regular standard bar, but they got to take something called a patent bar. So it's an extra bar you have to actually pass to practice patent law. And so what Georgia Lawyers or the patent program do is that it put if you are an innovator that has an, a tech idea or an app or something, and you want to get that kind of patent um, protection, that intellectual property protection, it will, it will put you in place with an attorney that specializes in that area, and they will provide, assuming you register to become a member artist, that, that attorney will walk you through the, 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 um, the, the patent process that, that, that's needed to give you that kind of uh, protection so that, therefore, you know, if somebody else in, say, <laughs> you know, you in Georgia, somebody in Alabama or wherever, you know, gives you a nationwide protection, you know, infringes on your patent and, and, and steals your idea in some form, you know, you, you will have that kind of, you will have the, the legal document that says that you have a patent on this idea that's, you know, that, say if you have, you know, a special type of glass and, and you had a patent on every type of glass that, you know, can prevent drippage from, you know, however you do it, kind of a, you know, you know, a structure. You could, you could, you know, you could have that kind of, you could have that right to sue someone else that infringed on your patent and, and basically protect your intellectual property and protect your idea and protect your invention. And that's what, so that's what the patent program does. It puts you in touch with an attorney that specializes in that area, that's, that's vetted, that passed the patent bar, that, that's, that's well qualified to give you to get you a well designed and ironclad pattern to protect your invention. 
Awesome. Now, there are, there are five ways that you can engage with the GLA, the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts. So let me just share that with the listeners. It's directly from the website. So we just mentioned the pro bono services. If you're an artist with a gross income that's less than $30,000 a year, you qualify for free services. And if you're a nonprofit or, nonprofit or arts organization with a budget under $650,000, you are also eligible for this free assistance. But if you're above those numbers, you still get a referral to an attorney that will, uh, that has agreed to provide you with low-cost legal representation. And, you know, that could be 50% of what their normally hourly rate is. And they also have a resource library where you can, you know, go to their library and review material that could answer some of the questions that you may have. Um, and you may not necessarily have to engage an attorney by just looking through that resource library on your own. They also offer seminars and workshops regularly. So if you go to their website, you can click on the calendar. And if you're an arts organization that needs a speaker, you know, a speaker on art, entertainment, or intellectual, um, intellectual property related legal topics for your class or organization, you can put out, fill out a speaker request form and they'll send someone to you. Now, Nick, you were telling me on the break that there's some other great programs that you guys have with Turner and Austin and Bird and others. Can you share that with our listeners? Sure. So um, one, another um, program that Georgia Lawyers has also created is just a quick 30-minute um, um, counsels one-on-one um, session. So Georgia Lawyers has a partnership with Turner in that they and they do an Austin Bird and actually they're going to do it with Kilpatrick and that uh, it's not the Kilpatrick and I guess Thompson now that they will. Um, provide one-on-one -on -one legal advice at 30-minute intervals um, for uh, creatives that sign up um, on whatever legal issue you may have. So, if you have, if you just need a quick overview of a contract, you sign up um, during during the, a lot of times, and the attorney will just give you you know, quick rundown of how to do a contract, or if you have a contract, you want to do a quick little glance over, the attorney will look at it and say, These, this is what the contract is basically saying, this is what you're giving, this is what you're offering or promising in return for it, um, this is what you know, your obligations, this is what their obligations are, this is what you need to be looking out for, if I was you, I may add this, or push for this, or, you know, et cetera. Uh, if you are, need a quick little overview on, you know, some sort of, um, if you wanted to form your own nonprofit, Georgia Lawyers, you know, during a quick session, 30 minutes probably will not be enough, but it'll give you a quick little overview of the steps you need to go through. Um, so these, these are just quick little, almost, not, I don't, I don't want to say speed dating, but quick little 30-minute um, info mm -hmm. sessions where you get a one-on-one -on -one time with an attorney. And I can promise you, uh, since we build literally by the hour, that this 30 minutes that you were getting from these attorneys at these firms and at and or, or companies are very valuable. These are these are attorneys that that, that literally charge you know two three hundred dollars by the hour, if not more, and you are getting you know 30 minutes of their time for free. So you can now, do the math and see how valuable how that is. I mean, that's that's amazing, and I want you to also share with our listeners. Um, but bef before we go to the next question. Tell our listeners how they can find the George Lawyers for the Arts online. Sure. So, so the best way, uh, obviously, is to go to the Georgia Lawyers website, which is www.glaarts.org. Um, but also, um, you can also go to um, Twitter. Um, Georgia Lawyers for the Arts also has the Twitter handle. I believe the Twitter handle is glart. Uh, um, that's 
um, the Twitter handle, so you can contact, contact them. Or you can look at Georgia, look at look for Georgia Warriors for the Arts at, on Facebook. Um, the front of the name Georgia Warriors for the Arts. Awesome. So that's glarts.org, G-L-A-R-T-S.org. That's yes. on, online. You can also go to Twitter and look for GLArts or on Facebook. Just search for Georgia Lawyers for the Arts. Now, just in case we have attorneys listening that are saying, you know what, my day is not what I, I want it to be because it's all just transactional and I, too, yeah. want to do something creative. How can your colleagues get involved with this wonderful organization if they're it's, listening? It's, it's the same way, um, you know. <laughs> you go to the website, um, and, and there's literally uh, one of the tabs. It says, um, if you're an interested attorney, you can fill out a form to become a, a volunteer attorney. A lot of firms we have, uh, we have out, we have hour requirements within a firm that we have to bill a certain amount a year, and we also, and within that, we also have a certain amount of. Uh, time that we are allocated for pro bono work. And what that basically means is that the firm will let you do this amount of pro bono work and you can use your firm's uh, malpractice insurance uh, to, to do the matters that you're, you're choosing. So basically the firm giving you a little uh, a, a breadcrumb to do the, the work that you want to do for the causes that you want to champion for. And so I emphasize the attorneys that have that luxury to consider donating that time to Georgia Lawyers for the Arts because it is a very worthwhile cause that you can be uh, put in touch with a lot of creatives that can certainly use your help. Awesome. So, guys, just to recap what we've talked about, because we have a great time speaking with you today, the Georgia Lawyers for the Arts formula for providing free legal services to artists and arts organizations has been highly successful for more than four decades, and they are expanding their programming with Artists Making a Difference, which is a project where Nick serves as the executive director, and under this unique partnership, 10 of GLA's artists who have received free pro bono legal services are now giving back through collective hours of volunteering and mentoring youth by painting murals throughout the city in Boys and Girls Clubs and the Atlanta Mission and other locations, schools, and, you know, areas where youth need to feel inspired. So, Nick, thank you for coming on today. We've enjoyed our time with you. Before we leave, I want you to tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you personally. Sure. So if you want to get in touch with me, um, my Twitter handle is Nick underscore N-I-C-K underscore bed. Um, you can find me at Twitter. Um, I, you can also, I guess, uh, email me through my Molden Holly um, at email address at nbedford, N-B-E-D-F-O-R-D, at moldenholly.com. If you have any appointment law matters or general commercial litigation, we service all those matters. So I'd be more than, you know, happy to help you or refer you to some um, Body that can help you if um, if it's not an area of law that I handle personally, um, and so and you can also if you know, contact me I guess for the initiative itself through the Georgia Lawyers um, main phone number which is four zero four eight seven three thirty nine one one four four eight seven three thirty nine one one or even my personal email address which is n i c h b e d f o r d at gmail dot com. Awesome. Well, thank you, Nicholas, for coming on. I really enjoyed our conversation today, and you know, you just personify our mission and mantra here at the show. It's do good and be good wherever you are. So I thank you for giving back to the Atlanta community the way that you do. And guys, we'll talk to you next week, same time, same place. Let's talk good business. I'm Dr. Dion Mahaffey. Enjoy the rest. Thank you for listening. Tune in again for more information about the emerging social enterprise. You can also visit us on the web at talkgoodbusiness.com.